Hello and welcome to Walking with Purpose. I'm Chris. I'm going to talk a little bit about more about childhood trauma because I wanted to let you guys know what happened to my parents. Um, in 1988, my mother died of a drug overdose. She had some health complications that contributed uh, to her drug overdose. Um, she was living in a small trailer in the driveway of one of her friends. I had to, with the help of my brother, write her obituary. Uh, there wasn't a lot I knew about my mom's past. Uh, I had to dig up some things. I knew she went to, to high school, and I think she only enrolled in the, the ninth grade. I don't think she graduated from high school. On the other hand, my dad was clean and sober from 1985 until he passed in 2012. His sobriety allowed him to have a relationship with his kids as well as his family. I was able to sit down and have these in-depth conversations with him and get his side. Unfortunately, I couldn't get my mom's side, but I wanted his side of of uh, some of the things that he experienced. And before he passed away, he answered all my questions. It was very intriguing uh, hearing some of the things he said, just hearing from his viewpoint. Uh, it gave me clarity. And that was the one thing that I was looking for. And he gave me that before he passed away. And I will be always grateful for that clarity because it helped smooth out some of the rough patches and, 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 you know, some of the give credibility to some of the stuff that I, that I heard, that I was told I wanted to hear from him. When I re-examine my life, I have to go back to the disconnect between me and my mother. I have to, uh, and I will admit I have mommy issues. Have I healed from it? I'm unsure. Have I really dealt with it? I don't know. I've allowed few women to get close to me. Every woman that I've allowed to get close has deeply hurt me. Each time that hurt opens old wounds of feeling abandoned, rejected, and discarded by my mother. I have in vain made some attempts to be vulnerable inside relationships. But trust comes hard. Trust has been difficult to give. Trusting someone with your heart is not always easy. It takes a lot. It takes being open, transparent, unguarded, and unprotected. It takes communication and being able to listen to the other person's feelings and emotions. It takes not taking things personal and not shitting on them because they express their emotions and feelings. I will admit I'm trying to get better at listening. Like many people, I've experienced a lot of heartbreaks, setbacks, and letdowns. I'm by myself in constant self-evaluation, self-reevaluation. 
We're playing moments, we're playing choices and decisions, reevaluating friendships, relationships, and situationships as I search for truth and reasoning inside the mistakes and my failures. I'm in constant search for answers and clarity. Why did I cheat? Why am I closed off? Why do I isolate? Why do I make it hard for people to get close to me? I've noticed that I'm always on guard. I'm always in a defensive stance or in a defensive position. I've noticed that I do my best to control my narrative. I have to change which is why I'm here. I'm revealing my story, raw and uncut. Intimate relationships have been hard. I've fell in love a few times. I've failed at marriage. Was I ready for it? No. Was it something I wanted? Yes. But I had no clue what I was doing. When things got rough, I lashed out in anger. I pointed fingers. I cut her and sliced her with my words. I pushed her away. I was afraid to admit that I was naive, that I wasn't ready. I was afraid to admit that I needed guidance, that I needed help. I was afraid to admit that I was incompetent. I was afraid to admit that I was not mentally, emotionally, or psychologically prepared to be in a marriage, to be a husband, a partner, or even a friend. My aunt and uncle were great role models to emulate and to aspire to be like. But every marriage is different. Every marriage doesn't look the same. There are marriages that are 50-50, 60-40, 70, 30, 90, 10. When the rubber met the road in my marriage, it was more like 95, 5. She was all in, deeply immersed in love, deeply immersed with her heart and soul. The scales were always unbalanced. Looking back, I think I was enamored with the idea of marriage, but not willing to put in the work. I wasn't committed to it, not fully. I had my own agenda. I wanted to be a full-time father without being a full-time husband. Marriage was new territory for me. I was selfish, controlling. But on the flip side, I was in a lot of pain and a lot of confusion. No one knew my struggle. No one knew my conflicts. I admit I was completely overwhelmed by marriage. I added more stress to the marriage and to my family by uprooting her and having her and my son move 70 miles away from her job, her friends, and his babysitter. Our daily commutes were horrible. 140 miles round trip each day. Three-hour drives fighting traffic to get to work. Three-hour drives fighting traffic to get home. Now we're at home. Once we got home, we had nothing to give to each other. We would eat dinner, shower, go to bed, and do the same routine the following day. 
no one, not, not any of her friends are going to drive 140 miles to see her, to hang out with her. Looking back, it, it made little sense. We got burnt out on that commute very fast. I should have been open to change, but I wasn't. That ego of mine. The house was solely in my name. I purchased it a year before we got married. Hell, I wasn't about to sell it or move. This is my house. Hell. I was unwilling to change. I was unwilling to settle. I was unwilling to compromise. I sat there in my arrogance as I watched the marriage crumble and fall apart under the pressure. Instead of trying to fix it, shit, I checked out and sought refuge between the legs of other women. I came home one day. Talk about a reality check. I came home one day to an empty house. I was devastated. All that was left in my house was my bed and my television. She was gone. My son was gone. Her furniture was gone. I was angry, upset, and I began pointing the blame at everyone but me. We were separated for almost three years. As I sit here reevaluating my life, I have to come to realize that I can't erase my past. I can only reconcile it, refocus, and pursue change. I will continue to admit when I'm wrong. I will continue to ask for forgiveness. I'm healing as I sit in silence, as I sit in reflection, as I sit in optimism. As I sit here reevaluating, I remain hopeful.